Hello everyone, welcome to The Gambit. This is an internet podcast designed to talk about Grand Arena and Territory Wars. I'm Solo Base 15 and I'm here with my partner Zareth. Zareth, how are you today? I'm really good. Um, just excited for Grand Arena to actually be starting, presumably. We, we, shot, we, we shot our entire last episode thinking... We'd finally get a do Grand Arena, and then um, we didn't actually get a do Grand Arena because there were bugs, and you know everyone's frustrated by that uh, for different reasons. But um, I'm excited for the 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 potential of Grand Arena coming to my life once again. Yes, yes, you and me both. Well, I mean. You know, you and I kind of talked about it earlier, but, um, you know, just you you and me talking, so it's new to everyone listening. <laughs> but um, it's kind of just, it's hard to play this game when your entire focus kind of on, um, in the game is Grand Arena, and you're trying to build teams that are going to help you to counter different things. And, you know, some of our focus has been on territory battles, but... Most of it, I would say, has been on Grand Arena. And when you don't have Grand Arena for two or three weeks, however long it's been, it's just I've been feeling kind of adrift. I agree. I uh, Now that I'm done gearing up the territory battle teams that we've had to gear up, I'm glad that I've actually gotten to gear and Zeta people for Grand Arena so I can actually use them in a game mode that I care about and actually like. <laughs> are, you, are you saying you uh, don't like territory battles, <laughs> Mr. Guild Leader? <laughs> I am saying I like the rewards from territory battles, and I like that we haven't missed the star that we deserved yet. Um, it is very hard to play territory battles on two different accounts though yeah <laughs> you know i actually i totally agree with you on that um it's hard to play it on one if i'm being honest um <laughs> i love i actually really enjoy a lot of the fights a lot of those interactions they have they're they're kind of fun to try to problem solve and you know all the different clones have different you know some of them have taunts some of them have different abilities that you have to counter i just hate doing it five times every day you know, I think, and then I have to do it on my alt, which luckily my alt is way underpowered, so I don't have to do as many, but, um, that'll change in time, unfortunately. So <laughs> it's, it's just kind of a grind. Yes. Yes, it is. Hoping this, uh, unique weapons lets me sim some of these battles. Yeah, that's going to be pretty interesting. Um. You know, and if they're getting rid of gear entirely, it's going to be an interesting thing to to see what to see what this looks like because this is going to be the new gear, whether you want to call it Gear Fourteen or whatever. But it's going to look different, so I don't I don't really know what to expect. They they're kind of rebranding it as like, hey, this is our new new way of you know getting past whatever issues we had with the original gear type and i guess we'll see if that's true or if it's wishful thinking or you know a lot of all of our gear that we've hoarded has is gonna be null pretty soon so right yeah um anyways we so we asked in our last episode we asked for submissions from a few of our listeners or from all of our listeners really um and you know just just to see what they'd like us to talk about what kind of things we would like to discuss or they would like us to discuss on here and um one of the things our listeners is have asked for was um counters and not just like the formulaic, you know, okay, we'll use, if you come across bounty hunters, use Jedi training Ray, and this is how, uh, but like kind of the why of it, like how do you find a counter to a team? Um, 
you know, the, if, if there's a new team, what do you start looking for if you want to beat them, you know, without losing a ton of fights first, uh, you know, and that's, that's something, that's something that as a territory war officer in the guild, um, you know, and the guild leader in solo, um, we've both had really had to do a lot of that, um, seeking. So, um, you know, what are some of your thoughts on that, Solo? Thoughts well, on that, I, I Solo? I think the biggest thing you have to look at is just look at the kit. Um, you know, you see, you can, when you look at the kit, you'll see what their weaknesses are. So an example of that is Nest basically is built on counterattacks and... If most people now are loading her up with 150% tenacity to prevent her from getting dazed. So if you're looking to counter her and stop her from countering, you want somebody that can apply daze. And with the way everybody's basically modding her these days, you want to be able to put uh, some sort of tenacity down as well, if you can. Um, so... That's one example. Or you look at the Night Sisters, who we'll talk about later, but they're kind of based on plague and stuns, etc. And so, if you have a way to stop them from applying debuffs, like say a Padme team that you can't apply debuffs on when they have protection up, uh, you just found their weakness and you found their way to counter. Um, so I'd say the number one thing to do when you're looking for a counter in GA or Territory Wars when you run into a team that you haven't seen before is find who the damage dealer is, find that damage dealer's weakness, and then try and find somebody on your team that can either counter their weak or counter their strength or exploit their weakness. Um so, how, you know, that's kind of how I look at it. What are you looking for when you are trying to counter a new team? <laughs> you know, it's it's really similar, actually. Um, you know, the you look at every team and their composition, and you, you think some are more important than others. You know, um, one of the really great strengths of the um, Jedi Revan squad is there are at least four really important characters and, you know, usually even five, if they have general Kenobi and there's, that's, there's no like weak point there. They all do something really important, but in that context as well, you have, you have characters like, like Bastila is strong, but she's almost too strong. Like you don't, you identify her as like, she doesn't actually do damage and she does provide an assist, but so does everyone else. And so she can kind of be written off. She's not someone you need to focus on right away. Like she's always the last one that I kill every single time uh, when I face uh, Jedi Knight Revan. But, you know, in that case, you have to look at, okay, what, using the Jedi Knight Revan as an example, um, you look at what makes that squad at its core work. You know, like Grandmaster Yoda does a ton of damage and he is relatively easy to kill, but he just keeps coming back because of Revan's uh, savior ability and Jolie's revive. And really, I mean, at this point, most of, most people have re recognized Jolie as the true power behind the that team. Um, he just keeps reviving and reviving and that team is so resilient anyways it's truly obnoxious. So if you can find a way to kill Jolie, the rest of the team kind of just folds. It's real easy to beat them. So, um, you know, finding that kind of one linchpin character, the one character that really makes everything work is um, really my focus, you know, and you, Solo, you mentioned Nest and how she um, hates days. And that's, that's exactly right. I mean, you have to beat the other, the rest of the team that she's on, but usually the focus is, okay, I can probably beat the other guys. How am I going to find a way to beat Nest? Because she might just time me out if I'm not careful. And that's really basically the soul of it. I mean, we could go on and on about the theorycraft and, um, you know, both of us are absolutely like 
uh, amateur theory crafters, if not um, more than that. You know, we we talk about all this stuff a lot, but um, I mean that this the topic is just enormous. Frankly, like we we could really you could almost have your own podcast on just talking about how to find counters for specific teams. So uh, one other thing I did want to mention though, guys, is um, uh, I hear this a lot of, you know, people say, oh, well, I heard that this matchup, you know, that this team is stronger than this team. Like, you have like this imaginary hierarchy of teams that are, you know, well, like, okay, Jedi Knight Revan is like the fourth strongest team. So he can beat all the teams at five and below, you know, uh, you know, and all the team and the team at number five can beat all the teams at number six and below on this imaginary hierarchy. And it doesn't necessarily work like that. Like you need to be intentional about the things you take. Like don't just wing it. You're like, I I still remember one of our guild members. I won't uh, mention their name, but I, I remember they were just like, Oh yeah. I, I can't believe it. I lost with Jedi training Ray. And, uh, and I was like, well, what did, what did you face? Like, what did you attack? And they're like, Oh, night sisters like that. You know, Jedi training Ray is, is way stronger than night sisters. And at the time that that was actually kind of true, like on the, on this imaginary hierarchy. But the truth is like night sisters just completely eat that team for lunch. It's not even close. Like night sisters demolish Jedi training Ray. And, you know, if, if this guild member had, you know, done some research or thought about it some, or I don't know, like, I'm not saying that they were dumb. They're actually a very skilled player, in fact. But um, the truth is, like, there's not this hierarchy that, you know, one team beats all the teams below it. That's It's just kind of false, unless you're talking about Darth Revan anyways. So um, <laughs> speaking of Darth Revan, um, one of our other listeners, like, we probably have, like, three listeners, so, like... We have like 66% feedback from people. It's great. (laughs) Um, No, but uh, they asked, they wanted us to talk a little bit about the Darth Revan mirror matches. And now that everyone's got Malik, this is actually a pretty uh, reasonable time to do that. So you want to kick us off solo? Uh, Well, the most important part of the Darth Revan mirror match is speed. Um, You can beat the faster Darth Revan's, it's just no longer going to be a mirror match because you're going to lose the mirror match. So the big thing is when you go first, uh, if your Darth Revan goes first, I always use Force Storm. And the reason for that is because it adds five stacks of ferocity to the rest of your team. More importantly, if it's a team with Malak and Sith Trooper, if it applies, uh, you're going to get shock on both of the tanks, which is going to prevent them from taunting at any point in the future. Um, then my next goal is to use my Malik, if I can, to dispel the Sith Trooper taunt so that I can start attacking either Badstola or HK. Um, so... It's easy when you go first, though. So the more important thing is when you're going up against a team that's faster than you. Uh, There's a couple ways to do it. Sometimes I have to switch my mods around, and I make my Darth Revan slower, and I give my best speed set to Badstola, so she goes before the enemy Badstola. Because you can overcome going up against the faster Darth Revan. It's the faster Badstola that can give you problems because if you can't apply your shock to the tanks you're gonna get stuck behind a taunt and you really have no chance um the other option which i hate using i just just hate it because yoda should never be on a darth revan team but the way to get around an enemy badstola is to just make your yoda as fast as possible Make it faster than their Badstola. He puts tenacity up and kind of negates their Badstola. Now, um, you know, once you do that, you you just kind of cruise through their Badstola, their HK, and kind of cruise through their team. 
just by doing that, you're losing the crit damage offense or the crit damage uh, 50% that's a part of Revan's lead. Um, you know, the other option, if you're slower or faster, is Marauder. Zareth, I know you're running Marauder in Arena. Uh, how does that work for you? I, I don't actually know how well it works if you're slower, frankly. Um, <laughs> he's, he's so crazy. Like, my, my Marauder, I got him to gear 13, but he's got some really terrible mods on him. Um, I just, I like put an offense arrow on him, and so he's, he's pretty slow. And I don't even have 6E mods on him. Like, I, I'm relatively sure that there are at least gold mods, but um, <laughs> he just does so much damage. Like, you know, if... One one thing I will say is if you're taking Marauder, um, usually that means that you don't have Sith Trooper. So you really need to... You're really vulnerable. If if their Darth Revan can go before your Darth Revan, he will hit your entire team with fear and just lock your entire team down. He gets, you know, like basically two full turns of attacks on your squad and it's just it's a completely insane offensive squad and you usually don't have much left after the opponent's taken two um two turns without you being able to respond so um that that's one something that's something you really need to uh look out for but otherwise i think you know if you can use marauder and you're kind of protected if you can ha if you can find a way for your darth revan to go before theirs um Marauder is a great choice because once he does get a turn, if he's allowed to target who he wants, he will just one-shot them. Like, the other day in in Arena, I was facing a guy I normally beat in one try, and I, I did end up winning, but it took me completely by surprise. The very first move that Marauder took, he one-shot my Gear 13, um, decently modded Malak. Just like, full health to nothing. And he was it was a gear twelve marauder, so, um, you know that that's the thing I love about marauder is he just adds this element of like, I will kill whatever I look at, I'll just machine gun whoever like it it's just a done deal. Um, so for me that's that's one thing I like about marauder. Um, you know, and like you you're saying solo speed is just it's so important in this meta. You just, you need speed. Um, you know, I, I do the trick of switching between Darth Revan and Badstla if I need to. Um, you know, being able to have one of those two go before uh, their counterpart on the other team in the mirror match is completely, it, it's so important. Um, and yeah, the, the Grandmaster Yoda thing, I, I have to do that every once in a while. There's one guy on my shard whose mods are, you know, well paid for <laughs> you spent a lot of money on them and it it shows i can't i can't do anything flail as i might so um you know one thing i i can kind of address though um is the kill order that i go for usually and this it's kind of unpredictable you know like solo said do force storm to kind of get all the taunts and stuff off of your opponents but if you're not always going to be able to have perfect success with that. So you don't always get to choose your targets, but in an idealized world, if you could choose your targets, I typically, if I have Marauder, I'll try to one shot Badstila. Um, otherwise trying to take out your opponent's Sith Marauder or HK is probably pretty important. Um, trying to take out Badstila if she's vulnerable in some way. Um, you know, there's not, a kill order other than generally I leave Darth Revan for second to last and then Malak for last. Uh, and what's, you know, that that's kind of my approach, but solo, what, what do you look for? Like what, what's your kill order in general, in general? Well, generally it's, I guess I should say it depends on where the damage dealer is in his ability cooldowns. So, I have my HK a little faster than most people have theirs. And so if my HK gets his um, big attack ready, 
that means my opponent's going to have it next turn. So if I see that happening, I'm going to take out their HK before he can take out one of my tunes. Otherwise, I'm trying to get rid of their Bastila as fast as I can. Um, like you, I saved Malik for last, and that's just because if you crit Malik, he's going to apply fear and you're going to lose a turn. So might as well save that till the end with there's only one opponent and it's harder to take advantage of that fear on your team um every once in a while revan will have to go first and that's just because of his basic his taunt if you get one of the team members down below 50 percent so it this team, more than any other team, I find to be more situational on my kill order as opposed to... There's other teams like Night Sisters that you fight where it's going to be Daka and then Daka first, always. You know, prevent the revives. Right. Or in a, a Jedi Knight Revan mirror match, it was always Yoda, Yoda, Jolie. Um with this meta, I find it much more situational with what's going on in the battle. Right. Well, yeah, it's it's totally unpredictable in terms of who you target first. You know, like you kind of have a list of preferences, but it's not all things are equal. It's like, well, every once in a while, I'll I'll have been forced to hit Malak because he's taunting, and then my Marauder or HK has a shot at Malak. And Malik's at about half health. I'm like, eh, I can do it, you know. Uh, right. So sometimes Malik's the first one to go. Usually not, and usually that's just a huge fail. But right. I mean, it 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 can work. Like there's a ton of different approaches. And you're right. Like it's you just don't know. Um, I know that in the Treya meta, um, I trained my four year old at the time, um, to do that mirror match in arena for me, <laughs> and like. At some point, I want to do a video of him talking through how to like set up the nihilus annihilate and stuff because like he won every single time after I taught him how to do it. My four year old did like it. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was it was impressive. You know, he's a, he's a smart little guy, honestly. But like, if a four year old if a four year old of any ability can do it, um, you know, <laughs> it's a pretty simple it's a pretty simple match. So. Um, anyways, that's a little bit about, about the Darth Revan mirror match. I'll be actually kind of sad to see it go. Um, I love that arena matches have only taken like three, 30 seconds. Um, and it's, it's going to be a little sad when I just pray to God, we don't have the awful Jedi Knight Revan, uh, meta again. That was so miserable. Oh God. That was still is so awful i just want that to be gone yeah it's it's just not fun and you know it's like everyone can win if you have jedi knight revan in the right gear so you drop to like the 30s every day sometimes and then and then you have to do like six arena battles at like four minutes each it's awful so uh, we could talk about darth revan all day honestly um and he's he's kind of an interesting guy. He's got a, a monstrous kit and lots of different variables. But um, we have other things we want to talk about, such as clones being awesome now. They got the rework, lots of really fun stuff. We're not gonna like read all of their new kits to you guys, um, but we did want to talk to a, to you about them a little bit, uh, just our takes on it. So um, Solo actually already had. Uh, clone squad like mostly built and um through some chance of fate had all the zetas required to <laughs> full like make that squad fully functional so i'll let solo talk about clones a little bit because he's um he's a little better with clones so far <laughs> i'm sure that'll change but <laughs> what, what do you have to say about clones solo oh i well this past week has put me in my glory basically um you know i had the clones geared up from the early tank days they have been getting me first in tank for 
well, basically until the first solo teams came out, because they were letting me solo P4 of the tank, and nobody else was catching up to it. Um, to do that, I had the five Zeta on it, so I already had one of five Zetas coming into today. Not to be confused with the fact that there are six Zetas, <laughs> one of one of five <laughs> Zetas, right. which is one of six yes. clone squad Zetas. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like you said, I had all the Zetas ready. I already had both Zetas on Shock T because I've been using the clones on defense in Grand Arena anyway. Uh, so, you know, they came out and I just applied all the Zetas and now I'm slowly working on G13 for these clones that are basically maxed out. Uh, I tell you today... I spent probably 15 minutes remodding Echo, remodding Rex to get them in a better spot than they were. Uh, I'm I'm excited about the team, though, because Rex basically has an Annihilate. Uh, Fives has his own little unique combination of Old Ben and Night Sister Zombie where you kill one member of the team and... Fives dies instead and buffs the entire team. Um, it's going. It looks like it's going to be a very fun team to play with, and it's looking like there's a missing fifth member of the team that there might be a legendary for coming up. So we might actually be seeing these clones as the meta team as well. Um, <clears throat> so coming from somebody that didn't have half of the Zetas already applied when the update came out. Zareth, if somebody's looking to build this clone team, which I know you are, how would you kind of decide on the priority of Zetas? Oh, uh, you know, everyone's got their own opinions, of course. Um, Reddit has as many opinions as there are Redditors, so um, <laughs> I don't claim to hell be the sole arbiter of truth in this matter, but... Um, my approach has just kind of been um, what, you know, what are the best Zetas? Like, what are the most important things that you're looking for? And, you know, and I had two Zetas available when the squad was reworked um, because all of my other Zetas had been dumped into um, Phoenix. But anyways, the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the gift that keeps on giving Phoenix. I, I beat, in, in a total off-topic um, I did beat uh, an old Republic team finally conclusively with with Phoenix. So <laughs> if I face that next Grand Arena, I'll I'm ready totally. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, that was totally in the weeds. Let's move move back. So, um, it, as far as the Zeta order that I'm looking for in clones, um, one of the things that just annoys the heck out of me when I face clones in the Geonosis uh, territory battle is their constant um, retribution. Like they always have counter up every time you do damage to anyone that then they just get counter at, like they have counter the whole time and you, they just, it's so frustrating. And um, so my first priority was the shock T unique, uh, which gives the clones the retribution and um you know does that that kind of triggers a lot of the different things that clones do kind of um you know it, it gives a lot of good passive damage as well uh the second one i gave was to rex he's um he's got a lot of uh, a lot of good things his new kit is really strong um but his Zeta in reducing cooldowns on specials, like there's a lot of specials you're going to want to use and um, cutting that number in half is fantastic. Just, you know, you would want that Zeta on any team that you use, you know, like that's, that's one of the reasons why Jedi training Ray is so strong. Um, and then um, my next one that I'm probably going to look at is um, the fives uh, revive mechanic one. Um, where when he dies, he gives all his strength to Rex and Echo, or you know, or if Rex and Echo die, then Fives dies instead. So, um, I just like that one because then it makes Rex and Echo super strong, and 
I don't know. Like, it's just going to make that team that much more annoying and make it confusing for your opponents to decide who to target first. Like, inevitably, you may as well just kill fives first. You know, or maybe you kill Rex first because he's easier to kill and that will wipe out fives. I don't know. Um, but it, it, it adds questions. Um, the next one is Echo, just because I'm super intrigued by his interaction with his Zeta between uh, or against Jedi Knight Revan. And all every time your opponent dodges something, he causes 20% health, max health damage to them, which is not resistible. So excited about that um then the next one i like fives is turn meter one and then finally the the sixth one and final is shock t lead and shock t lead might actually have been a little bit closer in my order for zetas but i'm a, i'm a little afraid she's gonna get replaced like she might actually be uh good on the team as not lead like she might be usable just with her unique zated but her lead will just be completely wasted if you know, I was a I was an idiot and put my Zeta on uh, the Grandmaster Yoda lead, like two days before Bastila was released, and just completely overshadowed what Grandmaster Yoda did. So, um, in terms of that, like I'm just afraid of that happening again. So we'll we'll see. We'll probably have a General Skywalker event here soon. I don't know. She might. I don't want to waste too many Zetas on her. Yeah, that's fair. I will say the one thing about Shock T lead, and you were probably, oh well, you might be right about we might be getting a different leader. I'm kind of holding out hope that Anakin, if he is the one that's coming, isn't going to be a leader. He's going to be more like the Malik support to the team that just throws it over the top. But prior to the reworks, that shock T lead was almost essential in keeping Echo alive. And, I, you know, the lead and the unique, they really work together because the unique gives the retribution. The lead gives the protection recovery from going out of turn. Um, but the way to keep Echo alive, because he's always assisting anyway, or you could call assists, is that lead so it i don't know how it's going to play out with this reworked team i really they did the reworks after tw locked so i didn't i played with the team i just didn't get to play with the full components of the team so it'll be interesting to see how it starts working as this grand arena goes along right well yeah and i i keep seeing people use things in that on the team like uh, Jedi Knight Anakin as the fifth member. Um, you know, Clone Sergeant is a pretty popular one. Some people are using Ahsoka because she got the 501st buff and all that, uh, or tag. But, you know, the people who are like, I can beat Malak and Darth Revan with, with clones, you know, and Jedi Knight Anakin, it's like, okay, so you can do it, but you've just maxed every single stat on all of them. Like, you have a gear 13 clone squad with all the Zetas and all your arena mods. So it's not like it's not touching reality kind of as a genuine counter for grand arena. And that's, that's the big problem with some of these hybrid teams that I've seen videos for. It's great. If you want to start running the clones in arena, uh, I actually hope that they become arena viable. But when you talk about grand arena, if you're taking Anakin or Ahsoka out of the Padme team, which is already one of the best offensive teams we have in the game, uh, you're really hurting two, or you're taking two teams and making it one. So you're hurting your efficiency, and I just don't think it's going to be worth giving up your Padme squad. Right. Oh, exactly. I mean, Padme's going to be good with whatever garbage she has in her squad but you really want jedi knight anakin there really more than almost any other character right right so who who knows right now we don't have all the full teams available um i'm actually really excited to see uh, what people start doing with Django if he's going to be started 
starting to be used as like a separatist in a third separatist squad or something. Yeah, but do you think that that's really going to be better than him on the bounty hunter squad? I really don't know. Uh, right now, no. <laughs> but we don't. I don't have access to Watt yet. Hopefully soon. But sure. you know, once we have Watt, then it's like okay. So Newt plus Watt and Django and I don't know. There's some. There's like a fourth. I forget which one now. But um, you know, oh Dooku. They could make a decent squad. It, it would need a fifth, like a compelling fifth yeah. character, though, to tie them all together. So we'll we'll see. Um, okay, so um, let's move along here. Um, and instead of talking about the exciting clone team, let's talk about um, our alts and the stupid bet that we made. Um, <laughs> Solo, what did we do it was in far, as far as our bet goes? Or, I don't know if it's a bet or challenge or whatever. Oh, it's an awful challenge. Um, we are currently both working to progress our at least top five Ewoks to G13 to see if they're better than your five Zeta Phoenix uh, experiment. <laughs> so, on my all this week... Um, Unfortunately, I have to waste a lot of my normal energy on the cryotex to get Shock T geared, just in case this is going to be a legendary panic event. Uh, but what I was able to do with my fleet energy is get Wicket and Paflu up to G12 plus 5. Uh, they're just waiting on their finishers. I've started working on Lagre, and he's now G12 plus 2. So... My ult is uh, actually seeing some progress on this, these Ewoks. Nice. And I, I feel like you told me you beat a team in uh, Territory Wars with them. I did, but... who? Oh, it was actually um, a Bosk-led bounty hunter team, which is kind of surprising because Bosk is who I usually use to counter Ewoks. <laughs> so I usually get 60 banners. Uh, I do have my Paplu. He's got a speed set on him right now. He's not as fast as I want him to be, but his starting speed is still roughly 302 right now. I did the math out when I'm done giving him 6 E mods because I already put 3 on him. Uh, and then when I put the finisher on him, he should be around... 320 starting speed so a little slower than i want him to be but he's gonna outrun most teams oh that's gonna surprise a lot of guys i mean i know that my counter for ewoks is always um uh before until now at least i've always used stark and you know if, as long as my Stark could outspeed their ewoks you know then i was good but and now my Stark is still faster, fast enough to do that just because of this intense amount of gear I've put on him. But um, he's most people aren't going to be able to do that. Like 320 is pretty fast. Like, like that's faster right. than most people's Badzillas, like their arena squad. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and that and having Pap Lugo before anyone else is fantastic. That's that's kind of the goal. Um my own Ewoks are doing pretty well. Well, I don't know. So my, my alt is uh, at 1.7 million GP. And um, so they've they've got some work ahead of them. But I did manage this week to get them up, two of them up to um, gear 11. I think I have Ewok Eldar, Elder to gear 11 plus two. And um, Peplu is also gear 11 plus two. And the rest are like gear 10 or gear 9 so i've got a lot of work to do but um a lot of catching up to do uh, i pat blue has i think he has over 100 speed on him right now which is pretty good for that that account so um you know in, in terms of in terms of the ewok challenge things are progressing um is there anything else on your alts that you care to 
mention solo unfortunately getting the ewoks this leveled up and then also focusing on the shock t grind has i've seen progress on my alt but it's not anything to write home about at this point it's kind of just preparing for this ewok team and then the imaginary legendary event that i think is also advertised at the same time yeah that's fair yeah um you know and in terms of my my own alt like i haven't really done anything other than put some gear on ewoks but playing around with my gear 13 general grievous in arena has been hilarious you know i i flirt with uh rank 200 or so on that shard and so you know you see a lot of jedi revens a few darth revens a lot of like Emperor Palpatine and uh, Bastila squads, so you know, and even some bounty hunters. So it's it's been really funny to. It's like the whole purpose of the squad is to get like Newt dies right away, and then and then General Grievous gets an AOE, and then someone else dies right away because they're gear eight, and then Grievous does an AOE, and then like B two dies. And general does uh, an AOE, and then usually the squad's just dead. So, yeah, it's right. it's really funny. I don't know that that's really it's fun to do that with General Grievous, regardless. But um, I'm uniquely placed on my arena to shard to be able to do that over and over again. So, um, anyways, we're moving right along to faction of the week, and we. In honor of our amazing and I, I'll call it courageous, but I think there are a lot of other more fitting words for it. Um, bet we're we're going to uh, talk about Ewoks a little bit. Uh, so Solo, what um, what's the best team comp in your opinion? You know, it's going to be under a Chirpa lead, just because he really gives the Ewoks. Um. He's the strongest lead compared to Tebow. Uh, then you're going to want Wicket in there because Wicket is going to be your damage dealer. More importantly, maybe, than the damage is he's also going to be able to hide a member of your team under stealth. Um, so, you know, Ewok Elder is going to be on the team. That way, if you run into any trouble, he's going to be able to cleanse your team. He's going to be able to revive an Ewok, so it's generally good to have Wicket keep uh, Elder protected for you. And then we are talking about Patwu and how you want him to go first. Uh, so obviously he's going to be on the team, and the fifth member is going to be Lagre. That means you're going to keep Scout out of the team, you're going to keep Tebow out of the team. Um, and these Ewoks are basically designed death by a thousand paper cuts. It's Somebody does a special, another Ewok assists. Then the next Ewok does a special, another Ewok assists. Then Chirpa calls all the Ewoks to assist. And that's kind of how they make their bread and butter. The problem is they gain so much turn meter from all these assists. And, um, you know, Elder's gaining turn meter from his basic attack. And once they start the train rolling... You're not going to stop them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ewoks are really frustrating to fight. I mean, if you if you don't have a team that just shuts them down from the very start, like Troopers or, um, you know, any other, like, really high damage dealing squad or, or a team that has days, for that matter, um, if you don't have something like that, like, Ewoks do an incredible amount of damage one tiny little pebble at a time, you know? it's it's a really frustrating squad to fight when you don't have a like really great counter because the Ewoks take like five times the number of turns anyone else does. And that's exactly why I used Bosk or I use Bosk against them because they'll take a thousand turns. Um, they're paper cuts, but that can hurt you in GA because it's removing your protection. But the boss lead is going to make it so easy for you to recover protection against the Ewoks. Not to mention, uh, 
Django and Baba being able to avoid the Paplu taunt and kill Elder first and then probably Wicket next. You know, that's why I'm using my Bosk team against them when I run up against them. I don't know what I'll do against the 320 <laughs> Paplu if I run up against him. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> Gear 13. Right. 320. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but so that's who I use against Ewoks. Who would you use Ewoks against? Oh, man. Well, the one really fun thing, like one reason we wanted to do Ewoks as the faction of the week relatively early is um, once we've learned a lot more about Ewoks through use in our on our own accounts, um, we're going to be able to talk about this faction a lot more intelligently. Um, <laughs> right now, we're both kind of exploring it, but... Um, like the really obvious uses for Ewoks currently are um, they beat every first order composition out there, um, which is crazy because it first order is a faster turn meter train team. So I don't, I don't know exactly, you know, like as long as your Ewoks have comparable gear and speed, um, you can beat first order. And that translates all the way down to like gear seven first order with Zetas, uh, with versus gear seven and eight Ewoks with Zetas because I've done it on my alt. So, um, you have that. Uh, one thing I've heard, I haven't tried it before, but I've had a few people I trust tell me, um, they beat Old Republic really well, like the Karth teams with Zalbar and all that. Um, and you know, the low gray has his days that, you know, he has days for days or whatever that joke is. It's kind of dumb, but, um, the, the truth is like the Ewok team slows the other team down and they're super fast. So against the, against the old Republic team, like you have, you have a way to slow them down and prevent their, uh, mass assist craziness. And you have, um, you also have Dispel from Paplu on his basic, and because you're getting so many basic attacks, like Zalbar never can hold his taunt. So um, those are two guys, two really obvious factions you can beat with Ewoks. Um, I know that as you keep putting gear on them, like they start beating teams like, um, like Commander Luke even. Um, and I mean, it, this is all on offense, of course. Um, they can be bounty hunters. I've heard some guy that I know in my guild uh, that I don't really like said he beat them uh, with like a boss lead or something. I I don't know. I wasn't listening. But um, the Ewoks were, you know, they, they can beat almost every team. I mean, and now you have these outlandish claims of certain people with Ewoks beating like Darth Revan and Jedi Revan. And I I don't know. That might be too much for me to swallow, but. The fact is, Ewoks, Ewoks can counter a lot, and I'm really excited to kind of explore that with my alt. So, um, anyways, is there anything else you have to say about Ewoks solo? Uh, no, just them still cursing you for making <laughs> me do this challenge. And maybe save that for the rated R version of this podcast that'll never be published. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you know, a, another segment in this podcast is always going to be what we are doing to prepare for Grand Arena or, you know, what teams are we working on? Because really it's not enough to just um, kind of sit and stagnate and say, oh, I'll just kind of wing it the way, you know, I've, I'll just beat all the teams that I did before and I'll be good uh, because there's constantly a changing meta. And there's new teams being introduced, like we have clones on the scene now, um, where clones aren't necessarily uh, going to be meta right now, this instant, but there's something we're going to have to plan for, you know, either using them ourselves or facing them. So, um, you know, with that being said, we're, uh, we're always looking to improve our rosters and trying to improve our readiness for Grand Arena. And, uh, you know, that's a huge source of discussion for me and Zolo, you know on a day-to-day -day basis, honestly, you know, we're always talking about plans on what we can do. So, Solo, what are some of the things you've done since the last Grand Arena, which was like months ago, it feels like, 
what 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 are some of the things that you've done to to get ready for this upcoming grand arena championship one well uh specifically in the last week i have gotten padme to g13 now uh i know anakin's probably the better first g13 on that team and i've gotten kenobi and padme g13 first but honestly that's just because uh both padme and gk were only one piece away where anakin needs a couple pieces so they were kind of the low-hanging fruit and so i just topped them off um so you got gk up to 13 as well yeah nice our outline doesn't even say that so (laughs) low uh well yeah i you know i forget these things (laughs) um and then i I, talked about it earlier but i zated the rest of my clones and i think i'm going to get echo to g13 before uh the lock tomorrow we'll see (laughs) i'm 13 salvage away from the finisher piece i have everything else so if i can get it i might have a g13 clone going into grand arena as well i love that actually that's really gonna mess with people if you put them on defense and that's where they're going just because people probably won't know how to counter them right well yeah and that's that's honestly great i mean i don't expect to ever win another battle with my geo notions um at least against credible opponents and and if you do lose to my geo notions at some point um I, I won't judge you guys if, you know, this is going to my listeners. If you guys ever lose to my geos, no judgment, but um, I now, now there's just enough known counters. Like people can always use Treya to beat them. So. Right. I actually, I expect clones are going to jump to an offensive team. Maybe two or three weeks down the line, but until they, uh, until they get figured out, I guess you could say, I'm just going to stick them on defense and hope to catch people unaware. Sure. I mean, I think that's pretty valid. And and that's exactly what I'm going to do, especially because I don't have the Shock T lead Zeta because um, that lead Zeta is kind of important in terms of trying to get your max banners on that squad. Right. Uh, so that's how I prepared for GA. What did you do to uh, prepare for this upcoming GA? Oh, you know, there's there's been a lot of things, um, and we've covered a lot of those last week. Uh, but you know what? Just to kind of recap, I I got Stark up to 320 speed. He's now uh, maxed out on all of his mods, and I'm I have invested a, a silly amount of really high end mods on him to get him to 320, which brings him to 340 under the Veer's lead which theoretically then will outspeed any uh, bounty hunter team that I come across even under Django lead. So, um, you know, that the hope is that I'll be able to just demolish Django lead bounty hunter teams. Um, one thing I've been thinking about is we're, I'm probably going to see nest in there some, so I need to come up with some kind of contingency for her. Um, though I, I'm not that concerned. I think I can take nest out. We like kind of chisel away the the Django team around Nest and then finish her off. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe it's going to be a failed experiment, and I'll just be stuck with a loser gear thirteen. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've also uh, kind of reshifted, realigned my different teams to make uh, Jedi training Ray ready to start killing Geonosians. I'm not one hundred percent. Not 100% on that counter yet. I'm not confident that I'm for sure going to be able to beat every Geonosian team, but my initial tests have um, been promising. And if you guys want to see some of those tests, feel free to check out my YouTube channel, which will be linked um, at least on some of the sites that we're populating on now. Um, And if you can't find it on the video description, then just search Zareth, X-A-E-R-E-T-H on YouTube and you should find my channel. So you can see some of those tests. Um, so I want, I, I got that team ready. And then 
all of my clones now on that team are gear 12. Shock T is four stars as of a couple hours ago. So um, she's gear 11 and I have a couple Zetas on them. And otherwise, oh, I did just get gear 13 on Root Alpha. So that'll probably do nothing for me. <laughs> um, uh, and otherwise, I'm just excited. Like I've, I've just... I've missed Grand Arena Championships. Like, it was so fun last time. Like, the struggle to get into, like, Kyber and, you know, just striving for, you know, beating other teams. And I, I love that contest. I love the feeling of, of you know, overcoming obstacles and stuff. So, it, it's going to be great. Yeah, and we'll have something to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> I know. We start our podcast and instantly we have zero Grand Arena matches to talk about. So... Um, anyways, we, we have a number of different resources available for you guys to check out. If you've lasted this long in the podcast, into the podcast, then congratulations. Well done. Um, thank you for listening. But, um, we do have a few different things that other than the podcast that you guys can check out. Um, we have, we both have YouTube channels, which we haven't been putting a ton of videos out lately because we're mostly Grand Arena aligned right now. But um, if you, if you check out our, um, in the video description, there should be links to our YouTube channels. If you can't find our links because you're watching on like Spotify, for instance, and by watching, I mean listening, um, you can search on YouTube, just, um, Zareth, like I said, X-A-E-R-E-T-H, to search it on YouTube, and you should be able to find, um, you should be able to find my channel and Solo Base S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-15 uh, for Solo's channel. Um, we also have a counters sheet, um, and Solo, why don't you kind of explain the counters sheet for us? The counters sheet is. Uh... You know, as we've gone through Grand Arena, we've recorded all of our fights. And what it's let us do is build a spreadsheet uh, that's on Google Docs so anyone can view the spreadsheet. And it has the complete team we faced. So it's not just going to have a picture of Django. It's going to have the full team of, you know, say Django, Bosk, nest and then dengar and probably baba and then to the right of that is going to be the full team we used to beat that team um because you see a lot of these counter sheets and they give you the leaders but not the full team or tell you how to use the team so the most important part of our sheet is to the very right you're going to see a link to that actual fight um so if you want to see how JTR counters a Django-led team, you just click on the link. Uh, it'll take you to the fight, and you can see what moves are done, how easy the fight is, and uh, what you can do to counter the team. Uh, I think it's probably the best resource we have in that everybody's looking for counters and looking for the way to clear a team in one shot. And I think this spreadsheet really is the help to get you there. Absolutely. it's It's been really fun trying to populate this thing and get it um, out there as a resource. So um, I would highly recommend checking that out. Um, there's also our Discord server um, that has been a little bit inactive lately just because no one's been doing Grand Arena, but um, I'm excited. We have been talking about different teams, about different things, um, and, you know, and we would love to hear your perspective, whoever you are, whoever's listening. Um, you know, come come join us. That'll also be in the video description. Um, and if you can't find that there, um, honestly, all of these links are also on all of my most recent YouTube videos. So if you just search me, um, you can find those on YouTube video description at the very least. Um, and um, otherwise, guys, I think that's about it. Um, 
we still don't have like a really fancy catchphrase, but um, it, you know that that'll be a work we'll in progress. Like if if you guys have suggestions for us, we will totally take those from you and maybe we'll even steal an idea and you'll have a permanent impact on this show um oh one other thing i wanted to say please guys it was fun to have questions that people asked and wanted us to discuss so please there's a whole channel um or yeah i guess they're called channels on our discord server um devoted to asking questions for us to discuss on uh this show so please just uh ask us things and we'll maybe take your question seriously like we did this time so <laughs> um anyways thank you guys so much for watching have a good week everyone